When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Andrew McCart, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Woo! It's the, I was going to say the morning after, but it's the afternoon after his fight with Lyndon Arthur, Boris Crichton. Boris, first and foremost, mate, how's things? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. You know what? I guess it's, it's one of the things is I might have lost in the night, but I think I won um, in, the, in the long run as far as my career is concerned. Um, I can walk through with that happy regards to the fact that I, wasn't, I didn't come away with a victory. I mean, that's the thing. 24 hours, 36 hours notice. Um, well, let's just break it down. Lyndon Arthur was meant to fight for the IBO world title against Suarez. Suarez failed the brain scan on the... They weighed in and everything. So it was, you're talking, yeah, 36, 24 hours. It was the day before the fight that you got the phone call. Just talk to me about getting that phone call and your immediate and your answer after getting that phone call. How immediate was your answer? Yeah, so I get, I get the phone call, as you probably heard, coming out of hot yoga. I can't hear the end of it now. But I get a phone call from my manager and I'm initially back in the way. It's like, I've just come out of there and I'm like, let me call you back. Like, <laughs> there's a lot going on here. You're talking a lot to me. Let me call you back. When I get into the car, obviously we have a conversation. It's just something kind of like, this is what's on the table. This is what's required of you. And this is the information that you need. So off the back of my manager, straight away, I phone my, my coach, talking to him. And after spoke, speaking to both of them, and I think hearing the excitement and um, in their voices of the opportunity that had come, of, even though it was so short notice, and the belief that they had that we could go there and represent ourselves and potentially cause an upset, was all I needed to say, let's do it. I think I believe in my team and I believe in my manager, I believe in my coach, and I think that they have the best in us for me. They, so I don't think they'll, they'll put me in any situation where they believe I've been harm's way or, you know, taking a liberty and for myself, I thought, I think I'm at that level. And I went and displayed exactly that. So when that phone call come, when I could hear the excitement in their voice, we knew it was showtime. I mean, you know Lyndon Arthur well. You have sparred him before. You have gone down to Manchester around that area and sparred Lyndon Arthur. But obviously, yeah. we know that sparring is one thing and fighting is another thing. So, I mean, what was it like being in there with him for them 10 rounds? 
you know what? Sparring is sparring. It's one of those things where you can't really take too much away from it. Um, because at the end of the day, you never know who who you, who you who you're sparring on that day. And he, he could have sparred the best boys on that day, and I could have sparred at fifty percent Lyndon Arthur. So even if I done well, I don't know the level of fighter that I was sparring on that day. So sparring is sparring, but being in the ring with 10 ounce gloves is a completely different thing because far you know regardless with any fire and especially at light heavy boys that can punch and and his record shows that he, he can punch you know what I mean he stopped a few boys as well so um being in that ring shane down in the 10 rounds and the fight out like I said that late sort of 24 hours 36 hours notice and be able to take a fighter like that that has had a 10 to 12 12 week training camp all the 10 rounds was you know speaks a lot for myself Talk to me about the fight itself then. I mean, gave you a couple of first rounds. Then in the third yeah. round, you hit my right hand, but just clipped his, I don't know if you can remember, but just clipped his jaw. You stepped in with a yeah. double tap, it came over with the overhand right, just clipped his jaw. When that, when you landed that right hand, what was going through your mind? Were you thinking, oh, please, just let me get him out of here now? Yeah, you know what? I think like there was that, there was that moment where I say it was, it was cage to start with and I knew it was going to be that. I think my coach said there was going to be two options. He's either going to come out trying to show you that you, I, I'm out of my depth and start throwing big punches right off the start, or it's going to be KG and I have to try and push him back on the back foot um, to push some pressure on him to get him to make mistakes. And that's exactly what I did. So we came out, put pressure on him, pushed him back. And like I said, with that double jab, when that shot landed, I was like, shit, this, this, this could be it. This could, we could wrap this up in three rounds. You know I mean? But um, he's a fighter. He obviously trained properly and, I'm a big puncher, but he's 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 not he's not a guy that's you know shy of take, take, taking taking a shot. So he he composed himself and handled himself the best. I think like if it if I was gutted that it like I said it it, it kind of just clipped him. I think mm. it was one of the shots where like if it fully landed, I think I would have had him. I would have had him out there. It kind of it kind of just clipped him, and you know um, that's what I'm for you. That's that's what made the fight even more exciting. Well, that's it. I mean. Lyndon is a, is a class act. He's a great fighter. Um, he, he is probably at that world level because he has beat somebody like Anthony Yard. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? So he has got that win on his record against Anthony, but obviously Anthony's won the rematch. But Lyndon has shown that he is above this domestic level and he is at that sort of fringe world level, if not world level. So the fact that you got 24 hours with somebody as class as Lyndon Arthur with 24 hours notice, you went to 10 rounds with him, uh, where does that leave you then? Where does that leave you? I know that was up at light heavy, and I know you spoke about being going down to super middleweight. Are you going to still hang around that super middleweight division, or are you thinking light heavyweight's your division now? Nah, nah, super middles for me. These guys, these guys are well too big. Um, <laughs> I think, <laughs> and, and it's not just not to imply that I'm a small guy or nothing like that, but I think, um, when it comes down to in terms of like the discipline that it takes to get down to super middle and the training that's required. I'm a much sharper fighter down there in comparison to uh, when I'm at light heavy. And I think for most fighters, we need that challenge and drive of like, we need to lose the weight to make it down there to, to drive us and train a little bit harder and work a little bit harder. If I have three kgs to, to take off, I might not run this hard. I might not work as hard because I don't, I don't mm. have to take the, the weight off. So the, the taking off the weight is always that ex extra motivation factor to sort of um, push that a little bit harder, I think, um, especially those last few weeks where things get really tough, you know, so I think submit is a weight for me, it's an exciting weight to fight, and I think, this, like I was saying before, it's one of the most exciting weights when it comes to British boxing, with mm. your Nigel Benz and your Eubanks and um, your Kyle Zaggies, um, Johnny Nelson, all, like, all, all these guys, I think, like, British boxing, when it comes to submit weights, is a fantastic weight, and I want to be part of that history. 
Well, you mentioned the old guys, but you've got guys right now in uh, uh, John Ryder, uh, who's fighting Canelo. Absolutely. You've got Zach Parker, Zach Chili. So it's not like you're in a division where Lennox Clark, it's not like you're in a division where there's no big names down there right now. They're still good fighters domestically. It's an exciting, that's what I'm saying, it's an exciting way. Like, so you can mention four or five names of guys that are really exciting fighters already. So it's like, I want to be in that pool of exciting fighters. Mm. Um, and I think the division at the moment, apart from sort of John Ryder, um, it's open. I think John Ryder is the only one that that, that, that gap ahead, ahead of the rest of the team. But when you say, look at your, your Zach Chili, your Efron. Um, Not Efron, yeah. That Colin, yeah, and all, all these other guys, I think we're all in the same pool together. And I think there's a lot of great fights that come off the back of that. I think if these fights can get made, they'll be exciting. And it's an exciting way to be part of. I want to go back to the fight. I want to go to the 10th round. Um, I thought it would have been a travesty if, if it didn't go the distance, if both of you didn't see the final bill. And I mean, the dying seconds, probably about 30, 40 seconds left in the final bill, he clipped you with a sharp one, two. Um, was it fatigue? Was it the 24 hours notice? I mean, obviously you were in camp because I knew you had a fight on the 14th of April, but you, you probably weren't as fit as you probably would have liked to have been or fighting fit. I know you're super fit most of the time, but fighting fit is a different type of fitness. Just tell me how hurt Absolutely. you were in that, that, that last round. How badly hurt were you? I mean, you're, you're saying training camp, but I, I got told about a fight last week. So mm. I, only start, I only started punching this week. Wow, okay. So I, started running, I started running last week. So I only started punching. So I, I mean, I got four weeks notice for that fight. So, so we're talking training camp. It's like, yes, I, I, I got up. My coach told me, it's like, I know you're fit, but like I said, let's get fighting fit. On Monday, we started punching. I'd had two punching sessions in the last six weeks. Wow. I hadn't sparred nothing at all. So, like, I came off the back of taking this. I hadn't sparred in six weeks. I'd punched two days prior to, to the Thursday when I I'd, I'd got the, the, the phone call. So, it shows for me to be able to... to First of all, got take take a big shot in I think the eighth or the ninth like that, yeah. and be able to come back and finish that round strong as well. I think even though he he caught me a really good shot, I was able to ride that shot and finish a round really strong. When when the tenth round came, I think it was this last few seconds. I think literally I stood up after the eight count. Referee asked, "Are you feeling alright?" The bell went. So like he says, literally last twenty seconds of that fight, got caught with, with a good shot. And I think in my head, I I'd almost switched off a little bit and thought it was a home straight and got buzzed by a fighter that was needed to prove a point in comparison to myself. I think by the time I got to the, the, the final stretch of the last, the, the 10th round, I, I proved that I could hold my own with the fighter. I was really in an uphill battle regardless. I thought I won a lot of those rounds. That was an uphill battle. I mean, when you look at the scores, one of the judges had it at 99-91. It's like, well, well I, I, unless I stopped this, this man, I wasn't winning the fight regardless. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it was a shot. I think it was, a, it was one of those flash shots that... I think I, I think I, in my head I thought the bell had really rang and it hadn't and I got caught off a very sharp fighter that had been training for twelve rounds. So he trained for the championship rounds. He trained to to be where he was at at that point in time where he needed to dig in and and really pull something out the bag and that's what he did. Um, but again, I was, I was composed, took my time. Um, I think I handled myself there like 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 a championship fighter. But you know, I, I, I went to my knees. I didn't rush up. Waited to that eight count to stand up. Got and got, got myself together. And I think that if the, if the bell hadn't gone, you know, two, three seconds later, I'd have still be ready to go. Talking about the scorecard, scorecards then, you touched on them there. Um, I think two of them were very, very wide. I think maybe the 96, 93, because of the knockdown, maybe you could argue that. But just talk to me about the, yeah. the, the scorecards. Um, do you think that's disrespectful to yourself, how wide they were? 
I, I think I think it I think it's not just disrespectful to me. I think it's disrespectful to the sport in general. Mm. I think because when you have a guy come in at late notice like that, so I'm really at an uphill battle. I've come against a fighter that's been training for 12 rounds. I've come and really give it a good show, and all the judges can see is the other guy. They can't see past him, and it's like, as far as boxing is concerned, it takes away the the, the 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 underdog spirit that we all have. I've traveled to his city. Um, he's the man just to lad the bolt bolts run. I've traveled travel down to, to England to his city to fight for a great display, and all I can take away from it is a uh, poor judging. Like what is, where, where does that where does that leave the sport? Do you know what I mean? When when you get in such polar opposite um, cars where you're saying you can argue one of them and say, you know what, the knockdown was there for that two point. You can argue that but the other ones just were, were, were wide. And it's like, do these judges not realize that everyone else is watching this fight? <laughs> mm. um, what, what what justification do they have to say that that, you know, he, they, they're giving it a 99-91 score. So it's disappointing in general, I think, just from that aspect. For myself, of course, and I think just for the sport to see stuff that is still happening in this day and age where judges are still scoring a fight so biasly, it's biased. I mean, I want to go back to our conversation of our last interview back in January because it had been a long time since I spoke to you before that one in January. And something along, I, yeah. I can't quite remember the interview, but you said that I ha boxing hasn't given me the glory yet. Um, so I'm in it for the glory. I'm still hunting for it. Obviously, this fight, you said at the beginning of this interview that you may have lost, but you've won in the long term in terms of your career. So do you think yeah. that glory that you spoke about in that interview back in January, that it's almost there. You've almost got your opportunity to find that glory within this sport. I think the, the opportunity for the glory to come is now. I think if after that, my manager's phone has been ringing to offer me a three-fight deal from, from, from all these promoters, I said after the display of how I displayed myself in terms of boxing ability, art, and being able to take notice, like I said, I, I wasn't in boxing just the flashing lights i'm here to work and prove myself and it shows from that interview that meant what i said a fight came up you know 30 hours notice and i was down there to get weighed into fight a top yeah like i said a world level fire not just you know not, not just a domestic level fire but a world level fire so i i, I mean I'm, I'm backing up what i'm saying so all i need is the opportunity to to, to have a six-week camp to have an eight-week camp and go, and go against a, a a fighter and prove myself um i think i did that already there but then imagine if I had the time to put the work in. I think at the 14th of April, you you won't be fighting on that card anymore. I think you're going to have a well-earned rest. Um, hey, we don't know. We don't wait till Monday. <laughs> it's a Monday. It's a Monday. It's a Monday. Like I said, it's not it's not a matter of fact of fitness. And I think after I've just done ten rounds there, do you know what I mean, and it's not a matter of fact of fitness. And the, the guy that I was far I'm meant to be fighting is nowhere near the level of of, of Lyndon Arthur. He's a super middleweight himself. Um, and doesn't have anywhere near the punch record of that. And like I said, if, if I can put that display on after only been punching twice in the last six weeks, imagine that if I get three weeks of punching in my belt. So it's not my matter of fact of getting fit now, I am fit. How was the cut? Fact of, the cut? Cut's all right. Actually, it's actually all right. It's more of a scratch than it is anything else. Um, so it's one of those things like, it is a bit annoying that with the cut, I might have to lay off sparring for a few days. Um, and see, so that might just be the only thing that might stop me from fighting in 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 three weeks, uh, to be honest. So, so realistically, uh, when it comes to the fight, I'm very much a um, admire the, the the Canelo mentality is stay active, keep fighting, and that's what that's what elevates you as a fighter. The more active you are, 
the sharper the sharper you become rather than taking six months in between fights trying to get into a training camp and get fit if i'm staying fit and i keep fighting I'll, i will be knocking down doors well listen I know you're in Manchester right now. You're probably going to earn a nice little coffee there and some cake because you probably deserve a little caramel shortbread or something like that, Boris. Um, <laughs> absolutely, well, absolutely. Good man. Listen, we'll talk about training back tomorrow. Yeah, train tomorrow, mate. Have a day off the day. But listen, <laughs> well done again. All I can say to you is well, well done uh, last night. I watched it. Thank and you very much. I was so happy for you that you, 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 you've shown great heart. And I hope that one of these big promoters that you touched on do give you that deal because, I mean, you put in the work and... A lot of us would have said no in 24 hours, but you said yes. So, well done, mate. Yeah. You show true heart, true grit. And listen, if you're fighting in April, I'll, I'll see you up there. But if not, listen, keep training hard, mate. And uh, listen, I'll be at the next fight, definitely. But thanks again. Uh, we'll, see, we'll see if we can convince Lee to move the show a few weeks down. Yeah, end of April. <laughs> end of April. Listen, boss, enjoy your time off, mate. Well done again, brother. And I'll speak to you soon. Thank you very much. Bye, Thank sir. you, bro. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.